0: back to another episode of bffr, BFFR podcast. podcast i'm your host mk who are you
1: lexi making sure that it's recording my voice because it never does
0: trust me trust me trust okay. me i got you i'm the audio queen i got you period welcome back guys to another episode of bffr podcast holy fuck bitch how long has it been since we recorded bro. one it's gotta have been it's like... gotta
1: be at least five months bro <laughs> has it really been five months let's look it up
0: Holy shit,
1: bro! We've had stuff going on. Life. This is literally our excuse last time. Literally, I know. Was the same
0: I know. Time. Actually, I went to go catch up. So I'm like, what the fuck did we even talk about the last podcast? And I was like, the you- last podcast we were apologizing for being gone for so long, and it was three like months. three weeks three months it's been three months holy shit well we We apologize yeah well i don't i mean shit i i I got a lot of shit going on in my motherfucking life so i don't apologize but we are here we are back we love it i'm so sorry that there the lighting is so trash right now we never
1: record in the daylight and it's daylight so like we don't really know how to do the lighting right now but we'll figure it out (laughs) basically we
0: just needed a blackout curtain and my broke ass didn't have one so Uh, she said Yeah, it is what it is. So, y'all just gonna have to kind of deal with it. Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining and tuning in. We really appreciate everybody coming back to listen to us. Um, Did you want to kind of talk about what we have in store? Do you want me to go ahead and do that? You do it. Okay. So, right now, um, we are going to basically be talking about a a lot of things, actually. We got a lot of fucking catching up to do. Okay? So... Um, we'll be catching you guys up on all the things that, you know, have been going on as far as life, as far as what we've been doing for the past fucking three months. Oh my gosh. I life don't even know where to start. Now. What you say?
1: Bitch, like, literally. I said life is different now. Where do we start?
0: <laughs> Not life is different. No, my, yeah, that's actually pretty fucking true. <laughs> that's sad, bro. Um, alright, and then we're gonna talk about some current things happening in America. We're gonna be talking about relationships in our 20s. We're also gonna be uh, basically talking about um I don't know what that last thing's about. So we just gonna uh we'll 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 get there when we get there. But okay. um we're really excited. We have a lot of fucking great things going on. Lex, catch us up. What's going what's been going on for the past three months? Take us through where you're at mentally, take us through things that, you know, you just wanna talk about 'cause this is this is where the fuck we finna air it out.
1: Hmm. I've been noticing bitches is weird on this plane. no I don't know my past few months has been I wouldn't say it's like different than like my no well actually I'm not gonna talk about certain stuff because I have gone through certain stuff like in private but honestly I just been super stressed out I'll say that mm-hmm. I had like a health scare because of the fact that I was so stressed out and I just come to realize that stress doesn't have a place in my life and I don't have a space for it like in any of my space so I just feel like I've been super stressed out trying to find the balance between like work life friendship family fucking bitch I don't know I'm 25 now I've been 25 for literally three months now so it's been literally since I turned thir- 25 my life was turned upside down like what the fuck <laughs> <clears throat> I
0: okay. think
1: my last three months have just literally been trying to manage my stress
0: yeah i definitely can relate to that so i guess like going through all of these fucking months okay so three months ago would have been me not being able to fucking calculate
1: (laughs) it was like late march March, early
0: april okay so march it was still fucking cold outside now it's hot as a fucking devil's asshole in this motherfucker okay so that's one Um, so I actually stopped wearing pants and started wearing shorts. That's the first thing that changed in my life. Um, but (laughs) outside of that, um, I really just been grinding. Like we talked about, you know, how we work together and just like how, how much we work. And I think that that has kind of full on fucking consumed my life to the point where I've been pushing so much other shit aside. I have another podcast that I have not, shot or you know filmed or recorded or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. but I haven't done that you know I've been kind of putting everything to the side I think that summer for some reason I feel like it always drains my pockets like I don't know what it is about it I start ordering Amazon packages more I start needing new things like there's all kinds of shit that happens but I got a new car I don't know if that was if that happened in the last episode but I got a new car um because of all the fucking bullshit that was going on people kept breaking into my shit so I had to get a new car um you know, work has been a whole whirlwind, and then I actually have recently gone through, should I say it? I recently have gone through a a breakup of a relationship of five years, so that's been, like, really heavy on my plate and on my mind, and, like, that just shoots my stress levels through the roof, so um, you guys will probably see an updated studio uh, by the time we do another episode, if not next episode, the episode after that, just because, First of all, I really don't like this space, but anyways, you'll probably see a new studio coming soon in my in my new place um but yeah, so that's that's what's been going on with me. It's been fucking crazy. So um funny. so uh, yeah.
1: Didn't expect that to happen. That's crazy. No,
0: it was definitely fucking unexpected. I think it kind of drove some of the topics that we wanted to talk about today. Like, well, I guess that I wanted to talk about. But I think that we kind of aligned on some of the things that we wanted to talk about through some of the experiences that we have both had. And also, like, I think we can speak a lot to, like, being able to, like, speak to about relationships and what that looks like in our 20s and, like, you know, just how we deal with those types of things. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got for catching up anything else
1: no literally just managing stress trying to find new opportunities in life to where i don't have to go to work every day
0: yeah agree (laughs) bro um i'm i'm like and i know yeah 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 wait what was you gonna
1: say though hold on
0: i was gonna i was gonna say more stuff about work but i decided that's probably not the best idea so never know (laughs) but anyways audio
1: pop no i'm just playing.
0: now that we have aired our shit And we're, we, we have both the same amount of stress, you know, we're going to go ahead and toast to the fucking summer bitch to fucking hot girl, 2023, you know what I'm saying? Um, So yeah, it's, it's our fucking summer. We got this shit and we're going to just keep on pushing. Cheers. Did you want to cheers anything?
1: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Cheers to the meal I'm going to eat later tonight.
0: Oh, my God. I took ground beef out of the fridge. I'm so excited.
1: excited. You did what?
0: I'm about to make some hamburger helper after this.
1: I made hamburger helper last night, but it was homemade, so it's better than whatever you're going to do, baby. I promise.
0: Oh, um. yeah, definitely. Most definitely.
1: Jewel loves mine.
0: Okay, so I got a big-ass bottle of Crown, and I'm not ready. Oh, it sends, like, shivers down my spine. I know. It makes me want to throw up. All right, here we go. <clears throat>
1: Ugh. That was
0: great. That's okay. disgusting. Does anybody else chase their liquor with beer? Or is that just an alcoholic thing?
1: I chase it with other alcohol, but not beer ever. I definitely okay. chase liquor with liquor. Not
0: sure. chasing liquor, not chasing fucking crown with tequila. <laughs> no, deadass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, shot tequila. I mean, shot margarita, shot margarita.
0: Hell no. Okay, well, um, did you want to talk about maybe? Because if you want to talk about some current things happening um, in in our world, yes, I know that you had some comments that you want to have. You about guys the next seen thing?
1: Colleen Ballinger in this drama? Because what the fuck is going on, bro? Why every single YouTuber from this era gets canceled literally every <laughs> single year? It's a new person getting canceled, like,
0: bro. Okay, so if you don't know. Yeah, okay, so first of all, like, okay. No. So I want to take it back from the beginning because I don't know, like, I I don't know anybody else that would that would know this drama besides you, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I literally, the other day we were hanging out and I was like, <gasps> like, I fucking was gasping, bro. I was fucking <laughs> gasping and gay because I'm like, who the fuck else? I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Like, I need to talk to you about this drama. Like, it was like a priority on my life. Like, I needed to talk to you about that. And I had been forgetting, like, every time that I would see, like... <clears throat> I would forget that that drama was going on. So the other day we were drunk as hell on 4th of July. And I was like, bitch, did you hear about that drama? Ah!" Ghetto. Anyways. Okay. So yeah, the Colleen Ballinger shit. So people want to know, like, what the fuck did she actually do? Have you, have you watched it? Have you seen, like, the tea or the drama?
1: I watched, first of all, the podcast I watched was five hours long. But I watched, like, three and a half hours of it where they were, like, explaining, like, her whole back. So I, I learned that she probably, like, cheated on her first husband. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But, yes, literally her, first of all, a grown-ass adult trying to be friends with children. Number one, like, I'm not even, we're not 30 yet. We're 25. I cannot ever imagine being friends with someone under that's, like, 21 bro unless they're my family and you're like 18 years old but like friends with us. what
0: so let's take it back let's take it back let's just give a short story about what happened with colleen before we go into like any further detail just because if people are just now watching this they don't know okay so colleen ballinger is a youtuber she i don't know if anybody remembers miranda sings so basically she is a youtuber she was like youtube's like fucking darling like she was the it girl on youtube for like i remember my little sister being obsessed with miranda sings like she she was that bitch on YouTube maybe like seven, eight years ago when we were younger. Like
1: 20, I think it was like 10. She popped off like 2012, 2013.
0: Okay, so yeah. Like, okay, so about 10 years ago. So basically, she was like, she she was, her, her audience was mostly like kid content. Like she would just do like funny shit. She was basically like a, a YouTube comedian. Like she would do funny ass sketches And she was funny like she I'll give it to her like she did have some funny ass content, but her main audience like pandered to children and like it was like kind of PG. Mm -hmm. And then she actually transitioned from she still does Miranda Sings, but she actually transitioned from doing Miranda Sings to doing like family content like she would post like her kids. And it was like I don't know if anybody knows like the McBroom family. What is Mm -hmm. it called? Ace family. Ace family. Yeah. And then there's another one, too, with Bianca and her husband. I forget what the fuck they're called where she's like, it's your girl, Bianca. Anyways, so, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah. So she's a YouTuber. And recently, there was actually allegations a few years that came out about Colleen Ballinger, aka Miranda Sings, where she was actually had this group chat with minors. Like it was a bunch of minors. There was like maybe one person of age, like 18 years old maximum. And then like her roommate who was like, easily like 33 years old at the time Mm -hmm. so all of them were in this group chat titled colleen's weenies or some shit like the weenies yeah and so basically she would like at first it started off like kind of like innocent like it was just her fans basically it was a group chat with her fans first of all that's that's already out of the fucking question like you should never have a group chat with just a bunch of people that are your fans that you don't fucking know you know what i mean Mm -hmm. On top of that, they're underage, like severely underage. We're talking like at the youngest, like 13, 14 years old.
1: Yeah, I feel like other YouTubers like even know when to cross the boundary. Like you can't be that dumb. I've seen YouTubers have like 21 and over events where they meet their fans and it's like they knew to cross, like to set the line and you didn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like so and then she's like already knowing that these kids are in her chat. Like she knows that they're young as fuck. So it started out where like she would ask them for like content stuff like she would be because she's trying to be relatable to her audience okay Mm -hmm. well that's not the way to do it babes like i need you to set like a control group or something and do it that way but she was using this group chat to like actually farm content and like get ideas from her from her target audience or whatever Mm -hmm. and then it started turning into like grooming shit like um asking for like there was like weird ass shit where she would like ask she like sent lingerie to one of her fucking like 14 year old fans like she would this one 14 year old in the chat at the time mind you colleen's 33 at this time was asking like i guess the 14 year old was like my ass looks good today and she was like send me photos like just weird ass shit fucking grooming her fans like her 14 year old fans bro there's been ample amount of footage that's come out about like her shows and how she brings kids up on stage and like mm. ask them to like put her hand like their hands down her Ew. pants like all kinds of weird shit that
1: stuff was so creepy
0: and then most recently the biggest scandal that's come out is that she was actually posting trisha paytas who she has a who she had let me correct that because trisha quickly fucking canceled quickly that damn podcast um they recently trisha paytas and colleen ballinger had a podcast that came out i forget what it's called but it got canceled like two weeks after the allegations got put into the air Mm -hmm. but um it come out that one of the fans that was like outing her posted that uh she was that colleen ballinger was sending because trisha is actually a um She's a sex worker, so she does OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, and so basically she was sending Colleen was sending screenshots a long ass time ago before Trisha and her were ever friends or any of that, was sending her like her only fans into this fucking group chat and like wanting the 14 year olds to like comment on it and shit mm-hmm. and not like, only that
1: but she was making it seem like it was like a jump scare like she'd be like oh my god you look so good in that photo and then you can't see it till you click on it and they're like oh my god i hate you like it's like funny
0: right yeah and it's like first of all that's second of all like these are actual kids like think about what you were doing when you were 13 years old because it seemed like it's okay like when you say it you're like Okay, like thirteen years old, like okay, like you just kind of are passive about that that mm-hmm. age, and you guys know that that's like something that you shouldn't do, like that's straight up illegal to send p- to fucking minors, like that's that's a crime, right? But think about the fact that, like, think about what you were doing when you were fucking thirteen years old, bitch. Like, really, just sit there and think about it, like, bitch. I, I probably still had a boyfriend, and look at me, <laughs> look at me, okay? Dude. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's kind of the catch up on it. So what do you what do you think about all of this, bro? Like, what the fuck? What are your thoughts,
1: bro? I was first of all, the crazy part is I wasn't even shocked because when like one of your favorite YouTubers gets canceled, you're like, oh, like, I don't know. I feel like everybody got some fucking dark tea at this point from that whole YouTube era. If you haven't been canceled and somehow you got your shit deleted off the Internet before you were dragged. Congratulations, bitch, because not everybody did. And I was not shocked at all, because first of all, she's always funny. But also, she's always been around kids. I was like, "Mm, that doesn't really shock me. But what did shock me and annoy me is like, I really hate fake bitches. And for her to literally, because Trisha came out with her own video talking about it. And for her to tell, Trisha asked her, because Trisha is grown now. Like, she's not a a child like she was, like, literally. Okay, it was not that long ago, like, three years ago. But (laughs) she's not really about that drama no more. So she literally asked Colleen when this shit came out, like, weeks and weeks and weeks ago before Trisha's. Because that was just a week ago when Trisha's part got exposed. So when Colleen first started, like, all this drama started coming out, Trisha had, like, asked Colleen, hey, what did you say about, you know, the pictures? Did you ever text any pictures of me, yada, yada, yada? Colleen was like, no, they they just sent them to me. And the fact that it came out with proof that you're a fucking liar, now I can't believe anything you say. And anything that anybody says about you, I believe at that point because I just think she's... And plus, bruh, the apology video of her That's, literally singing. That was my next question. Bruh, that was my next goodbye. question. I laughed. I couldn't finish it. And I was like, this is crazy. There was no accountability. And the one part when she was gonna take accountability, she was like, and I'm, nope, never mind. That's not what you want. And I was like, <laughs> bitch. <sighs> oh God, I can't. She thought she fucking ate.
0: Crazy. Ape. I'm
1: not a loser. <laughs> i'm not a grimmer, i'm just a, of a girl bye it's been stuck in my head all week is, when's it coming out on spotify kongin because that's all i care about that
0: shit is so trifling i've watched so many reaction videos on youtube like of different content creators <laughs> watching that fucking too. Uh, apology video and they ate her ass up Because what the fuck was that, bro? If y'all haven't watched it, (sighs) go honestly, yeah, go watch the apology video, Toxic Gossip Train. This I just cannot believe. I can't believe, bro. If you're a YouTube stand, she thought
1: she did sign, bro. (laughs) So you practice that shit, too? because I was like, bro, what do you got? I don't know. Just
0: yeah, I'm going to be honest. She was on tune the whole time. I'm going to be honest.
1: She was. <laughs> she, didn't Look, miss she was already on this vocal coach. I'll give you that call. You
0: feel me? Like she was on the vocal tip. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even going to hold you. But no, outside of that, jokingly, right? But outside of that, yeah, this bitch is literally psychotic. I'm she literally honestly. She didn't
1: take accountability at all. Like, babe, you didn't No,
0: not at all. It was straight up just she needs to fucking just delete it, babe. She like, fucking just delete too much it. is what she does. What would you say? She
1: fucking plays too much, is what she does. <laughs> like yes. you fucking play, girl. Yes, yes.
0: way. Okay. Be too fucking much.
1: for real. Be Period. so fucking for real,
0: bitch. Period. <laughs> but no, like honestly, I was so <laughs> shook by the whole thing, and then this Trisha shit that came out. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, that pissed me off, ladies and gentlemen. We got her.
1: Why Trisha's all her friends backstab her though? <laughs> I feel so bad for Trisha every time she has a friend. Trisha, all I'm saying is all you gotta do is apologize to Ethan and apologize bro, to his wife. Bro. Oh, sorry. Okay. Tell, her, just- tell her she's not a bitch. Tell her Max. is not a fucking bitch. Tell her okay. she's not L- a C-word. Let's not go down the rabbit hole. I know,
0: because literally I could sit here for a whole hour. Because fucking- every
1: time y'all was ordering pizza and I'm just wondering- like. <laughs>
0: It oh off. you know. know so much Before that's why the pizza I fuck with came you bro back, like it was awkward as fuck <laughs> I'm sorry. I fuck with you bro yeah so that's the tea on Colleen Ballinger <sighs>
1: a fun time it's still not over so shit new stuff might come out every week you never know keep up on our podcast page we'll keep you updated if anything else happens Facts. um but yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if there's news because we are the only people that have it and no one else is supporting <laughs>
0: <you>. <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if a lawsuit comes next. honestly it's gonna take a while for it to come out but i could see her going to jail i really could, <laughs> I, could I really could going to jail. i could see her in the penitentiary <laughs> <I>. <laughs> all right so The next thing that we want to talk about was just relationships in your 20s. Um, And relationships is probably like a sensitive topic for me, but that's kind of why I want to bring it up. This is what the podcast is all about. Okay. Really going into the depths and really just focusing on shit that's happening in our 20s. Of course, like, you know, me and Lex's take on everything, but just talking about, you know, different things that come with relationships and the first thing we want to talk about was how to come to terms that your relationship isn't meant to be in your 20s. And I think that your 20s are a really kind of weird space to be in when you're in a relationship, because at this point, it's like, OK, are we getting married or not?
1: That is how be like you feel like at some point you have to make a decision like. Or not even that you have to make a decision, but you feel the pressure of getting older. So you're like, I don't really want to waste my time if it's not headed that way. So even if you're not thinking about marriage today, in the back of your mind, you're still thinking about the end goal because nobody wants to start a relationship in your 20s and it not work out because then you've wasted, well, not wasted your 20s, but at the same time you feel like, why? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. So just to put it into perspective, like I got into a relationship <laughs> when I was 20. Okay. Okay. That was a different fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like that was a different time. I've opened up about like shit that I was going through, you know, in my like late teen years when I had become of age like 18 to like 20. Like I've talked about those experiences that I've had, like my addiction stories, all of that. So I'm not even going to rehash that. But like going into your 20s, you kind of have this new kind of like you have this new energy. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'm 21. Like, I can drink now. Like, oh, I'm 22. Like, Taylor Swift sang a song about that. Like, (laughs) there's just, I don't know. There's just, like, different things that start to happen in your 20s. But you also get these feelings of, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not 16 anymore. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. Like, I actually have to do, like, adult things. And to get into a relationship at that time, you know, and then put it into perspective, five years have passed, bro. That's half a decade. And times are fucking different. Like I'm now able to support myself. Like I've been enthralled in this relationship for five years and we've done literally everything from, you know, live together to, you know, go on trips together to become financially binded. Like there's just so much shit that has come from being in a relationship in my twenties that has really taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to discount that at all, but also like coming to terms with the fact that this relationship is also like not something that I can continue. And that's been really hard for me to grasp because like you start to think about when you, when you turn 25 you're you're five years to 30 and you start to realize, damn, my my, half of my twenties just went in the blink of an eye. like, what have I done? You start to think about what have I done? Okay. Like I, I have a stable job, you know? Okay. I've paid bills. Okay. I went on a few vacations and I've done it with this person that I've been like, like literally maintaining with. And you start to think about, okay, what do the next five years look like? Mm -hmm. And then you start crafting that. So like you said, like you don't want to get into a relationship in your twenties without thinking about those types of things. Like, am I going to be able to have a future with this person? And I feel like those are things that when you start to realize that your relationship is going to go sideways, those are the things that you start to think about. Right. Mm -hmm. So you start to think about like, damn, if this person doesn't want to marry me right now, how long can we stay together? Because like, like you said, you don't, it feels like a waste. Yeah. Like continuing to maintain that same space that you've been in for five years, you know? And then when you hit 30, it's like, bro, your time, your life on this planet does not last forever Yeah. you know and, and you want to do things that you idealize in your brain and yes marriage is a concept that was created you know marriage out of love is a concept that was created not that long ago but you still think about that and you want that because that's how our brains are trained here in america or you know yeah in the UK, like there's places where that marriage is still like out of love versus like marriage out of like necessity or marriage out of like, oh, we're going to share this land together. So you're going to marry my daughter, arrange marriage, stuff, yeah. stuff like that, you know? So one thing that uh, that made me kind of come to terms with realizing that I couldn't be in this relationship anymore is that I didn't see our lives aligning. Like I was on my life track and my line was parallel. And then I saw my partner's life track and her line was parallel. And what you start to notice about parallel lines is that they never cross. Like they're never going to actually cross paths and you guys are never actually going to meet somewhere in the middle. So like my idea was like marriage, kids, you know, buy a house, those types of things. Whereas my partner's idea was like, I don't I don't believe in marriage. Like, I don't know if I really want kids right now. And those are very like those are things that are being like politically debated. Like, you know, should kids, should kids be allowed to be aborted? Like things like that. You know what I mean? Like not on that level, but yeah. those are things that like, oh, divorce should be illegal, those types of things. So it's like, those are things that are politically debated. So people do think about these things in their daily life mm-hmm. and they are, they're very serious in their morals in the way that like marriage should look or like your life should look. And I'm saying that not to say like that I care about the politics of, of it because I'm gonna do what the fuck I want regardless, but I'm saying that because like this is not just me and this person. Like I could just see that the way that the like society is mm-hmm. that no matter like if and we talked about it you know what I mean so coming to terms is like not like oh that day I feel like fucking around and breaking up with this person coming to terms is like damn like you really sit there and think and you talk with your partner and you understand you truly understand like what they want and what they don't want in the next five to ten years and then you base your decision off of that so that's kind of that's one key thing that I realized is like if your life paths are not matching up if your line is parallel and your and your partner's line is parallel and you never see that path crossing after talking with them, after planning, after going through these conversations with them, that might be, you know, one thing that would kind of make you want to rethink, and it's hard to do it really is because you're with this person for so long or even just in your 20s period, you kind of feel the pressure, right? So making that decision for yourself and being like, yo, like I don't know if this is right for me. That's one thing that, I, that would help you come to terms with, is this relationship going to work or not in your 20s? Did you have anything to add to that, Lex?
1: Um, <clears throat> yeah, but also I'm not sure because I feel like I've been in the, re- the same relationship like in my entire 20s so i'm not exactly sure but i do know that a lot of the times like in the beginning when we first started dating because we dated the same but like a little bit longer than you in your relationship like just like probably a year more mm-hmm. so but we went through different things well kind of the same thing but different in, in the same way but we went through a period i would say of like two years out of this like six year relationship where We didn't really know if we wanted to be together. I feel like he knew, but I didn't know. And I don't know if it was because I was so young in my 20s. I was like, I need to be for sure. And I also hadn't experienced having a real boyfriend other than high school outside of the dude I'm with now. So I was like, maybe I should be a hoe for a little bit. But I like kind of was trying to figure out what I did want. But then I realized like probably when I was like 22 or 23 that me and the person that I'm with now, our goals do align. Like we both want to have kids, we want to get married, and it's always been the same from the jump. And even though we've been through, like, some stuff together and it hasn't been perfect, our goals have never changed. And I think it's because we don't, like, hold anything against each other about what happened because, honestly, our, our goal, our end goal could have changed because when you go through trauma in a relationship, you can, like, it can really take hold of, like, how you feel about the other person and, like, resent them. And I did for a little bit. I was like, I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want to get married. I, I don't see myself having kids with you but it's about forgiveness and we got through whatever the hell we were going through but um i agree with you though it's about do we still want the same things like are we on the same page and it seems like we are for now but yeah for sure like if y'all don't got the same goals and we're not going the same direction it's weird like you can only fool yourself for so long like will this person change will they get to where i am and there's nothing wrong with like sticking around and see if they do
0: yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I I totally agree. Sticking around and trying to stick it out is probably like the best thing you can do. You know what I mean? Because eventually, if you like, if you have that conversation, and I kind of urge you guys that are in relationships in your twenties to start having those conversations. You know, yeah. when when you feel like, oh, I feel kind of insecure about like this part of like our actual long term relationship. I think that sometimes we get so caught up in like being young and like wanting to fulfill like our dreams that we we forget that we still have like you know, easily like 50, 60 years on our life. You know what I mean? And so like we easily have 50 or 60 years where we have to determine like, okay, this is the person that I'm with right now. And is this working? Like, is this actually working? So, I urge you guys to have conversations with your partners where it might feel a little uncomfortable, or maybe you've never even talked to them about, you know, those types of things, you know? Maybe you've never even talked to them about, like, do our plans actually align? Like, in theory, yes, but like, really, for real, get down to the nitty gritty of, like, what does it actually look like in the next fucking 50 or 60 years? Because, again, if you're thinking about this being your life partner, What does that look like? Do you want, do you guys both want marriage? If you don't, that's okay. Right. You can still be in a relationship and live that way. But if you do like make sure that you guys are both aligned on that, what would that look like? You know what I mean? Like if you did want to have kids, what would that look like? You know, Mm -hmm. who, you know, would carry depending on who your partner is. You know what I mean? Like, Of course, men can't have babies, but you know what I mean? Like (laughs) those types of things really, really do matter. Like, and think about having kids, what that sacrifice would look like, how that would actually affect y'all's relationship, really get down to it. And I think that would really, really benefit, you know, not only your 20s, but also just your adult life in general, but also would help you kind of come to terms with the fact that, oh, shit, like we are adults, like we got to start making decisions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So
1: way to have a comment too okay because everything you're saying is cheap but then also why do i feel like some people like what you're saying i feel like bro and it's so many times i see so if a couple is together even if it's like a famous couple or a not famous couple together forever and then they break up and they're like why would you all break up like you guys are so cute together don't be one of those people that chooses to stay when you bro because like if you're gonna always have the feeling in like the back of your head That is not a good sign. Or, like, every other week, every other month, maybe every few months, you're like, am I happy? Is this working? That is a sign to you. Because if you're in a happy relationship, every couple months, you're not thinking, is this going to work out? Like, am I okay? Am I actually happy? You wouldn't be having those thoughts. Like, don't be the person that's like, oh, I'm just going to stay together because we've been together so long, and I'll just do whatever my partner, whatever, I just won't get married, whatever, I just don't do this. Because you're always going to have that in the back of your mind, and, like, that's not what you truly want. Could you settle? Yeah. But should you settle?
0: Hell no. So, oh my gosh, that's such a good point. I'm glad that you remembered it. I almost it. lost my I'm point. glad that you remembered it because that's kind of what I was going through. Like, we've talked multiple times, me and you, about, like, things that I've thought about. And, you know, I I did find myself, like, settling, like telling myself it's okay like mm. it's okay like oh they don't want to get married okay like that's okay you know even people though that's will enable
1: that too i've definitely enabled you in some ways too i was no. like just work it out no but like i'm saying that's the advice people give you because they don't want to see you not be happy they don't know what you would look like without your relationship right they're so like just work it out like If you think you can keep going, do it, but... Yeah, and I mean,
0: I don't know if that's enabling or just being like a supportive friend. Like, you know, because I think that we've been together so long that it, like you said, like earlier, like we said, it is worth it to try to stick it out and actually have those real conversations. But I think that you find yourself so comfortable sometimes in situations, no matter if it's a relationship or like where you're living or like, you know, um, jobs that you work at, whatever it is, you find yourself so comfortable in those situations that you do feel like, well, this is comfortable. And I, you know, I know what I'm doing here and I don't, I don't want to stop doing this because I know that I'm good at this or like, I know that we'll be good. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. um oh you know we have vacations planned and stuff like that
1: my my toxic trait when i was like going through this too was that i would think how good it was in the beginning and not realizing it's five years down the road and we are different people now and i'm like Mm -hmm. you know what it was so sweet they were so sweet they used to treat me like this and this isn't even the person i was with this i've had this experience with so many relationships where i like no i need to move on but i'm like thinking about the person they used to be how we used to be how the relationship and like
0: bro this is not that way
1: no more like yeah
0: Mm -hmm. and 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 I found uh, that's a really that's another really good point is that like I found myself being like you used to be this person you know what I mean like talking to my partner like you used to be this person and now like it's changed and I want to know why it's like do they really owe me that no like okay shit has changed because of the circumstances of the relationship like we just grow into each other and you know you get so stuck in your ways and you know there's just so many things that play into fact like that factor into play and it's just like Yeah, shit's not going to be the same five years down the road. But if you're not happy with that or you like you said, you find yourself questioning like or like settling for the other person's ideas, even like if it keeps coming back to you, like if you can settle and be okay with that, you know, and it doesn't resonate with you. okay, that's one thing. But like for for me personally, and I think it's human instinct to you want what you want, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like to want what you want and you shouldn't have to settle but it is scary to think about that you know and come to terms with it but sometimes you have to be realistic with yourself and I think that me and my partner both kind of got real with ourselves and we're like you know we've worked on ourselves we've tried different things we've tried therapy we've tried this we've tried that you know and nothing is bringing us together or closer or making us feel secure in the next like five to ten year plan you know what I mean So, yeah, I think that those are all great points. So, again, I just encourage you guys to have those relationship talks and really, like, think about it. And I'm not encouraging you to go and say, like, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you love about me? You know, those types of things. Bro, have you watched The Ultimatum? No. Oh, my gosh. Why? If you know, you know. If you fucking know, you know. (laughs) That fucking queer ultimatum, bro, you need to watch that on Netflix. That shit will have you question every fucking thing. Like, (laughs) but, no, like never give yourself or your partner i don't think that an ultimatum is is necessary like if an ultimatum is necessary y'all just need to call it y'all need to just check (laughs) up the deuces and call it a rap yeah i don't think the ultimatums are healthy but that kind of like i guess that reminds me of like don't give yourself an ultimatum just be the bigger person and understand that okay our our views might not align and just talk about that and if it works that it works if it doesn't it doesn't period and that's that on that that's that on that okay Anything else you want to cover on that? Mm-mm. All right. So, um, speaking of twenty-year-olds, like we wanted to talk more so about like how you can actually better yourself with daily responsibilities as an adult, because I feel like your twenties are so fucking like weird it's just like you kind of get thrown into your 20s like yeah. what did what the fuck do you expect in your 20s bro so to so learn many,
1: what do you say <laughs> to learn bro and it's, not even, that you,
0: it's not even that you expected i feel like we just get like arrogant in our 20s like oh like we're adults i'm too grown for this shit like you know what i mean like i find myself i used to find myself saying that a lot like i'm too grown i'm grown i'm grown you look like you would say that bro oh yeah i was definitely ratchet 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 <laughs> bro um but you find yourself like i'm grown i'm grown i'm too big for this i'm too but really like do are we really fucking grown
1: I mean, now I feel grown, but when I was saying that and like feeling that way, I definitely wasn't grown.
0: <laughs> the minute I turned eighteen, I'm too fucking grown. Literally I thought, too thought I was a fucking
1: adult. I feel like twenty five is an adult. That's probably why they let you like rent cars at that age. And like you're like now nah, you're an adult.
0: Well, yeah, because your brain gets they say oh your god, brain yes. gets fully developed at, around fully age twenty five. Yeah. I'm for, oh my god. So like, let's talk about like okay. So when you're twenty, typically you're kind of like getting out of college, or you're kind of if you're, if you didn't go to college, you're kind of like finding your own place to stay or like getting mm-hmm. roommates. What is your experience with like roommates?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Um, I have a nice roommate for real, for real.
0: Um, yeah. I, <laughs> wait, <laughs> Not, no, I've, nah, I have a nice roommate for real, for real. I've
1: had roommates since I turned 18 for real, because I do consider still living with your family roommates because that should be crazy. Sometimes I'd be like, get the fuck out of the bathroom. I got a shit or whatever but no when I moved out and actually like got a real roommate we're like we split the rent and like everything's there um I definitely had advice from other people before moving in with my roommate living with roommates can be super fun actually tip number one I would not recommend living with your friends. And I don't know if that's a bad tip or a good tip, but a lot of people warned me about that before I moved in with my friends. But not even like a bad thing, but I feel like you won't spend as much time. If you really like your friend, I wouldn't move in with them because then with roommates, like, you won't take the time to hang out with each other like you normally would outside of being a roommate. So, like, you might lose a part of your relationship you had before moving in together. Um, also... Something weird about living with other people is if you don't set boundaries, and it's gonna just totally be weird when you live in move in together, because everybody told me before I moved in, they were like set house rules, set boundaries, set guidelines. You need to do this, don't do this. I don't like this, and I was like, whatever. Like we're I'm twenty two. Like I don't give a fuck about I'm of that. I'm too grown. Right. Like who? What am I gonna tell her what to do? No. But then I found like me moving in like if you don't set those things and be like okay will you do this or you're gonna do this or you're gonna pay for this everything will kind of get misconstrued or like you won't I don't know just set boundaries like boundaries that I did not set when I got a roommate was that literally when I moved in with my roommate she was in the army so I was at my I was gonna be at the apartment for a couple weeks before she got there because she was in some kind of training for like so she was gonna be there half the month the first month we moved in And I was honestly just trying to make it easy on her because she was in the army. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I will buy all of our furniture. So all of the furniture for the entire apartment. And then then I was like, well, how can she contribute? I mean, furniture is hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. So I was like, okay, she can just buy the TV for the living room. I was like, that's easy. Like, you could even find one on sale. You don't have to spend more than $500 if you go to Walmart or like anywhere with like a good deal. So I was like, that sounds fair. And if you're watching this, my roommate I don't judge you and I'm not mad at you in any way it's just a perfect example of boundaries I did not set for myself but I said it and I remember us having the conversation I was like okay I'll buy the furniture you buy the TV but I never said anything about it afterwards And I realized that she wasn't going to do it and she wasn't going to buy it. And I think it also, this is another thing about moving in with your friends. You'll take everything personally and it'll annoy you more than it normally would if you went like just as a normal person. So I was like this bitch, like literally I bought all this stuff. Most of the stuff in here is mine and you can't even go out of your way to like buy the one thing for the apartment. And also it was bothering me because like she has money. And she was, like, buying her boyfriend at the time a PS5, doing this, doing that, doing that. And I was, like, damn, girl, like, you can't even put in half of the, you know what, for the apartment. And I think I didn't mind at first because when we first moved in, her mom had food stamps. And if you ever had food stamps, like, bruh, (laughs) like, you go to the grocery store, baby, you just swipe. Like, so I was, like, (laughs) okay, like, you put in a little whatever, whatever. But, like, it's just not the same as contributing everything into the apartment. And also, she's been a really good roommate the past year, like, helping clean helping do all that stuff, bro. Like, she's just, she's been a good roommate because I've honestly been stressed out and, like, just uh, checked out for the past year, baby, because, like, I'm over it. But because, like, the first whole year we lived together was nothing but, like, me cleaning up after her. I felt like everything was mine. I was doing everything. And so the last kind of year that I've lived there, I've just kind of chilled out and been in my own space. But I definitely recommend, like, putting a list. You're going to buy this or we're going to go half on this. Because if you don't, You'll like kind of be resentful about certain things and you don't want to have any of that, especially if you live with your friend. Because I remember the one time and you can even get mad at this, bro, if you're watching this, because the one time I'm a racist on about it, I was like, can you please help me clean? I was like, I just feel like I'm doing everything. I was like, I wash your dishes every day. Like, and you didn't even help buy the TV. I was like, you just bought your boyfriend a PS5. Like, I'm just begging you to meet me halfway and help me out. Literally, I sent her that. She seemed like she understood, but then like I was taking pictures over on her phone. I accidentally swiped left and saw that she like screenshotted my message and sent it to people. And I was like, oh, I was like didn't mean to see that. And I was like, why did you? And I was like, you know what? <sighs> you'll just have drama if you don't set boundaries. Toxic gossip trait No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have. That, you'll have. Uh, just don't do it. I just don't move in with your friends because you want your friends to be your friends. You don't want to live with your friends and like cause drama or like you'll have living with people problems like remember the problems you have with your siblings and your other people that you live with you're gonna have the same problems if you live with somebody so don't do it
0: yes I could not agree more like I've had horrendous (gasps) roommate um problems I can say that I've moved in with one friend and it was literally the best situation ever Mm -hmm. but I think like we were so like aligned like in our thought process of like what a roommate should be and we set those boundaries and we made sure that like we understood like what each other wanted from each other we were we we are so close that like we're just blatantly like honest with each other so Mm -hmm. it was never really a problem but for people that you know like i've had also i've had atrocious fucking roommate situations so i've been living on my own since i was since i was literally like 17 going into 18 and so my first roommate, we were literally like connected at the hip. Like connected at the hip, like we were literally best friends. And like you said, we didn't set boundaries because we didn't think we needed them. I mean, 17, 18, we were young as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, like, were we late on bills and stuff? No, like we we had that <laughs> shit together. That's the main thing that you want to do is make yeah. sure that if you're moving in with somebody, They got fucking money to pay for the fucking bills and don't let them like schmooze you into like, don't move in with nobody that don't got no job. That's like doing like DoorDash or Instacart or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Not DoorDash. Not these days, baby. Bro, I'm telling you, like that's (laughs) number one. And if they do, like if your roommate does fall behind on rent, like please speak up because both of y'all names like are now, you have to realize in adulthood, you now are responsible for that shit and it will fuck you up in the Mm -hmm. long run if you don't pay bills. You know what I mean? That's a hard lesson that I learned just by myself. But um, that, so yeah, setting boundaries, but also understanding like this is your friend for a reason. Like y'all align, like y'all have never lived together. And Lex, you you brought up a really good point. Like look at your living habits now. Okay, if you're living with your parents or if you're living by yourself, look at your living habits. Do you clean up? (laughs) Do you do dishes? Do you clean your bathroom? Like, do you um, pay attention to like the little annoying shit that you do? Right. Because it's all about accountability for yourself, too. You got to think about the other person and what their thoughts are about you. You know what I mean? And right now, if you're friends with somebody, they probably think of you in a really, really good light but they don't live with you like they don't know what your habits are you know mm-hmm. things that might annoy other people do you chew loud you know what I mean like, those are <laughs> things that we need to really fucking think about because when you start to move with somebody you have to fully understand that they have their own quirks they have their own annoying ass shit that they do and you you are now accepting and agreeing to at least live with that person for the next year like and so annoying shit like not washing dishes or not cleaning up after yourself or chewing loud or Can we
1: talk about our icks? What is your what was your ick when you had an apartment with somebody? If you had to choose one ick, just that like that one like thing that would
0: tick you off or like your ick. Yes. Okay. I'll be honest, bro. What? Not, not, not any like my current, my, I, sh- <laughs> I almost said my current partner, but the person that I've been living with for the past five years now, my ex, she never had these qualities. We, we live together very well. We, we mesh very well, but previous roommates like not brushing their teeth or uh-huh. like not showering. uh, baby, and laying on the couch, bro. That mm-hmm. shit literally it would it would live Not corn chips on this couch I just cleaned it would live in my mind bro it would live in my <laughs> mind like y'all smell (laughs) that bro this nigga ain't brushed they teeth for fucking (laughs) five days bro and i know like i know that you have not done that you know what i mean i know yeah or because i'm I'm not the cleanest person so i don't i don't really even care about like being like like your room's messy or whatever like that's you you know what i mean yeah but the biggest thing was like like actual like hygiene would fuck me up like i'm a big person on like take a shower every single day like you know, make sure your fingernails are clean, brush your fucking teeth, you know what I mean? Make sure yeah. that you're, you know, what I mean? those things are really important to me. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, I think that was my biggest ache. What about you?
1: I've only had one roommate, so I'm trying to think of her ick for me. But honestly, I have to go up the one thing I probably think about the most, not think about the most, but probably my biggest roommate ick, and it's probably personal to me, but also I know, like, literally so many other people that have had the same experience and feel the same way. I think it's just the type of person that you are. But I feel like my ick is, like, being around men all the time. Like, I don't know why I'm like that, but, like, I am the type of person that I don't, I don't care. Obviously, if we both pay half the rent, have whoever you want over at all times. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) That alarm goes off like multiple times in our podcast now. I think that it's just a ritual. It's my birth
1: control alarm. I love it. But, um, so mine, my ache, I'm sorry, but like if I, that's why I need to live alone or live with my family until I can afford a house because, the thing about it is when i live at home my mom is a single mom i have sisters, so guess what i can get up at any point of the day walk around in my underwear i'm the type of person that doesn't like pants bro like if i just want to walk out grab coffee or just <laughs> grab something from the kitchen really quickly like in my underwear i want to be able to do that without knowing that there's strange people in my house mm. and not even strange people just like even if you have a boyfriend and the, if the boyfriend is there more days out of the week than not that is such an ick to me because mm. like this is our space like mm. i signed the lease with you Why is there somebody here with us every day of the week? And I'm good about that because, like, I have a boyfriend, too. My boyfriend is over once a week, if that. And, like, because I respect my roommate, I don't want someone hanging around the house all the time. Or if he is there more than once, it's a special occasion, like birthday dinner, something like that. Like, I'm not going to have this man at the house taking up the space, you know, multiple times a week. Maybe you want to come out in your underwear. Maybe you want to leave your door open while you're changing. Like, I don't know. But the thing about me is that unless I'm living with my partner, like I just I think I hate the male species except for my boyfriend or something like I just I like the people that my roommate has dated. She's dated a lot of people the time that we've, da- we live, we've lived there, which I love for her. Um, but also like I've had to be around all those people the entire time. And it was just stressful. I was like, damn, can I get a moment alone? Like, oh, the funny part is I've gotten better at it. And right when I'm about to move out, literally in like two months, like it was like last month, last weekend. It was this past weekend. She was leaving and she was like um, she was going to work and it was 10 a.m. She was leaving him there. I was like, what? You know, what I'm saying like, why are you leaving him there when he has his own house? So I was like, "Hey, I was like, are you leaving him here?" I said nicely, and she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "He's hungover." I was like, "Does he have to stay here?" And she was like, "No." And so she asked him to leave, and he was really nice about it. And I never, I never thought about speaking up before because, like, I guess I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't make the other person speak up because that's the type of person I am. I'm honestly gonna just be respectful. But I was like, all you have to do is speak up and like set a boundary. be yeah. Like, hey, do you mind like if he doesn't stay here every day of the week? Right. But we've had multiple conversations. But that's my ick: is seeing men every day of the week. I can't see men every day unless you're my baby daddy. I don't want to see you every day and Mm. i want to be able to walk out into my house with my underwear but i'm just an independent person like i want to get up in my own house do what i want that's just my desire to live alone honestly Mm -hmm. yeah my own house bitch
0: yeah i mean that's that's understandable and i think that a big thing which is like actually on our list of things to talk about is like realizing Mm -hmm. like what you weren't raised to understand like as a kid and like living in a house with like parents whoever raised you right Mm -hmm. like Maybe you're a person who like never had to do chores because like your parent or your you know your aunt your uncle your grandparent whatever was like cleaning your your room mm-hmm. and like they did the dishes and you didn't have to like take the trash out like if you're gonna have oh a God. roommate you are gonna have to learn <laughs> like you are gonna have to watch a fucking few youtube videos on do it yourself or mm-hmm. something please yeah like you're gonna have to learn how to sweep the floor pro- appropriately you're gonna have to learn how to vacuum like you're gonna have to learn how to wipe down fucking surfaces every week like that is shit that is really important like you don't want to live in filth. And when people are doing that shit for you every day, you don't realize that you're not doing it when you move in on your own.
1: Yeah. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God, so true. I was like, wait a minute. You told me I got to scrub this motherfucking floor?
0: Right, right. The yeah, like, It don't scrub itself? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some shit that, like, people would do for you in your daily life that you would never even realize that needed to be done because it was just done. And I think that a big part of that is like when you when you are raised that way, it's okay. Like there's you can't choose that. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it is. But when you live on your own, it's important to remember that those things that you live with are now your responsibility to do. Like there's no getting out of that unless like you hire somebody to do it. And right now I'm in my 20s. I ain't got no motherfucking money to pay no damn. Uh, Cleaner to come into my house and do that shit for me. So one day I'm gonna have to do it. You know what I mean? Doing laundry, like those, that's a big one. Doing laundry, like washing your dishes, those are things that I'm not really great at. Mm -hmm. But you have to learn. Like even if you don't do it all the time, or y'all share that responsibility, you have to learn how to do it. But not only do it, but do it properly. Properly. You know what I mean? Like don't just fucking leave nasty ass shit all over the dishes. Don't just fucking leave the floor half swept. You know what I mean? Those are things that you really have to, for real, learn. That's why I'm actually grateful that I worked in fast food so many years because it taught me like my mom obviously taught me how to do a lot of things. She's a very clean lady and like is uh, like loves cleaning, yeah. But- no, nah, like, one thing
1: about fast food, you're going to wipe that bitch
0: spotless. You feel me? Like, you got to learn how to do that shit, bro. If they ask you to sweep and you don't do that shit right, guess what? you going to be sweeping for a second fucking time. Like, I didn't
1: hear about it the next day, bro. One right. time, I was literally working at this fast food restaurant, and it was late as fuck. You know what? I was I was tired as fuck. And I, he said vacuum. I literally just went around and picked up the big stuff. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, that's going to be fine. And the next morning, he was like, baby, mm-mm. no, you learned a lot living and working in fast food. Man, We need to talk about that on our next podcast,
0: our fucking fast food job experiences oh my gosh yeah that would be so fun because we both did that uh, yeah hell yeah i, I spent like my, my first drama like six or seven years working in fast food so Bro. yeah for sure well that was it on our doc Do you have anything else to add to that um uh, wait up to that topic
1: No, honestly, no. I think roommates can be a good thing. I just want to end it on that. And also, I'm very grateful for the roommate I have. I just want to say that because I don't know if you're going to watch this, girl. But um, I'll be just playing. No, No, I'm just kidding. uh, Lex's roommate is amazing.
0: She really is. She, She means well in every situation from what I've seen. And, you know, Lex is, I mean, you guys both have your quirks and your independent things that you guys do
1: yeah she's really nice like even when i've been like anxious or stressed out and she knows i'm like depressed she'll like fold my laundry so there's ups and downs to everybody you just gotta set those boundaries bro For
0: sure for sure boundaries with roommates absolutely well yeah yeah, i think that was the last thing on our doc unless you want to talk about anything else Mm -hmm. okay well thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of i almost said mk podcast of BFFR. It was so much fucking fun to record another episode and just, yeah, be with you guys and be with Lex and just spend some time. I'm glad that we finally got around to fucking recording another episode. That's motherfucking right. That's motherfucking right. Um, Lex, anything you want to say?
1: Uh Thank you guys so much for waiting for us to do a podcast. Honestly, we vow to be more consistent. And unless some crazy shit happens next week. But no, honestly, we want to be more consistent. And we promise that we're going to upload more. And also we just updated all of our social medias and kind of like the look of it. So go check them out. If you don't follow us on like, um, what is it? Apple podcast, Spotify, all that stuff. Oh my God, it's dying. Um, YouTube, everything. Just go look at all of our <laughs> new social medias and make sure you're following us on TikTok at BFFR podcast. Cause we post stuff on TikTok too. But yeah, thank yes. you guys so much for watching.
0: Tune in everywhere. Thank you so much. You can watch us on YouTube at BFFR podcast as well. And thank you again for watching. We appreciate it. And we are out. Bye. Ta-ta.